everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Seven Seas of Stories podcast. I'm your host, Arna. Hopefully, this year of 2021 will be a year to remember. Brr, it's been snowing through the whole week. And I think a story about the snow would be great during this time. So, without further ado, let's get started with the story, The Arctic Walk. Snow, snow, and more snow. And they were already walking through the frozen Arctic to find safety. It had been snowing for four days and four nights. The icy igloo, which had been John and his pal's safe place, was now submerged into snow, and the winds were picking up, making it hard to hold on to each other. If the men stayed there any longer, they would serve the same fate as their igloo. So, they started a long trek to their home base, where they would be picked up and taken back home along with any salvaged specimens. The only question was, would they make it? Come on, boys. We don't have all day. Unless you want to end up like our good old igloo, I suggest we get a move on. The plane is to land at the base in three days, and we gotta get on it. John yelled as men in orange, green, and black jackets swarmed around, picking up tubes of ice, throwing clothes into a small bag, and digging out food from the snow. Finally, the group was ready. John, the captain of the team, led the group, trudging through the snow and calling out for a roll call every few minutes. The walk was tiring. But the cold was bitter. Their sweat turned into rigid icicles on their backs, and men in the back groaned as their fingers and toes went numb. Even after a few steps away from their igloo, the blizzard covered any sight they had of the igloo. John understood what they had just stepped into. There was no going back. John urged the team on, and they walked confidently unsure about what lied ahead, but ready to take the risk. The little light that broke through the clouds and snow faded, and the men were forced to stop. With the remaining tents they had, the group of six squeezed into two tents. They huddled together like penguins, trying to get a bit of rest to be ready for the next day, but also to somewhat forget their hunger. All men hoped that the morning would reveal some good news. But instead, it revealed some shocking one. Jerry, the youngest in the group, couldn't take the cold. The men whispered as some fought back tears. The The boy's face was a shade of purple. And even through his thick winter gear, the blizzard managed to push through. The men had no choice but to bury their young friend with only his smile still frozen on his face. John didn't attend the hasty funeral. 
he put his grievances aside and squinted at a map. They were only a fourth of the way to the base, too far back from where they really wanted to be. John sighed and called to the men. They had to keep going, and they had to move fast. Today is a new day, men. We lost a pure soul, but we won't let Jerry go in vain. We gotta move on double time just to get to the base, but it won't be easy. Sam, pass the line through. We'll hook up to each other. The blizzard's getting worse, John announced as loud as he could over the screaming winds. After attaching himself to the line, John began his trudge once again. The day went by pretty easily. If you call easy going on a treacherous journey across the Arctic with a howling blizzard surrounding you and the snow blurring everything. The men were tired, some even falling to their knees. John knew they should stop to rest, but they were still 13 miles away from the base. They just needed to walk four more miles. But as John glanced back at the group, he realized that frostbite, hypothermia, and hopelessness lied behind him. John sighed. Listen, men, I know this is really tough for all of you, but we all want to go home, don't we? So as your leader, I know we can do it. We all signed up for this mission, and we all knew the risks. Now get back up and walk on. John's abrupt pep talk seemed to do wonders. The group nodded in agreement and they trudged through the snow, singing through hoarse throats, but all were as merry as could be. The last day seemed to be the fastest one. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three miles were all they needed to go on. With half-filled bellies, the men were losing their energy fast. But a glint over the horizon shimmered in the group's eyes. Men, we made it! The base is just less than two miles away. And look, the plane seemed to be a few miles behind us. Come on, walk on, John cried. He beamed through his scarf and he felt everyone around him grin too. Suddenly, their shoes felt lighter, and the weather didn't seem so bad, and hope was all around. The group almost skipped forward, unaware of the dangers, until it was too late. Ah! Ah! Help! 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 A scream echoed through the entire Arctic. John whirled around to see Danny, the biggest of the group, fall into the icy water. John was confused. How is there water here? But then it dawned on him. The group was walking on a frozen lake. Thinking as quick as they could, the men pulled back with all their might, but the ice began to crack even more. Danny was just too heavy, especially with his heavy snow gear. Put your back into it! Come on! John ordered, huffing as he pulled. But Danny was still submerged in the water, just his neck and head above. <sighs>
And then, without warning, Danny brought out his Swiss knife and cut down on the rope that hooked him up to the others in his group. No! John cried, but it was too late. Danny sank below the water, his last deed to give his group a chance to survive. At this, John couldn't hold it together. Sobs erupted from his throat. From six to four, John couldn't express his sadness. But warm hands patted his back and soft voices encouraged him. With a sniff, John got back up and looked into all the eyes of his group members. They were sad, but determined. A surge of strength rippled through John, and he gave a small smile to his group. Then the group began to silently walk on. At last, the group felt the floor of the Arctic base clacking under their boots and friendly faces popping through the doors to greet the men. The shouts of people running to get the plane ready for pickup of the specimens and the men who risked everything to get them. In just a few minutes, the men were bundled up in dry clothes and buckled into their seats. Welcome aboard, men. You are respected throughout the entire United States of America. You risked your life for these specimens, and for that I salute you. Plus, you just survived a trek through the Arctic. You were lucky to be so close to the base, or you would have ended up like the mammoths in the Ice Age, the pilot joked. Well, that, John thought, was entirely true. Well, I hope you enjoyed that story. In the end, the men do get back safely, and so do the specimens. And looking out at the snow, sometimes I really wonder how the Eskimos do this. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, follow, rate, review, and share my podcast with everyone you know. Be sure to stay tuned!